Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's episode 67 of Hey, my man. This is Dave. This is Ben. What's going on? I'm I'm finally convinced. Uh, the Mother Nature had me fooled. About what? We had a 75 degree day, oh. and I was like, oh, f-, I was like, finally, we braved it—the longest, stupidest, most horrible winter that I can remember in my entire life. I was like, finally, I mowed my lawn. Did you really? Yeah. Because, well, just really? I was too lazy to pick up the leaves, so I just <laughs> I just went over okay. with a lawnmower. All right. Well. But either way, I my uh, I had my uh, they already came out and fertilized. I, yeah, yeah. I, I pay someone to fertilize. No, I had that done once also. And uh, then it, I, a couple days went by, and I decided to mow the lawn. And it looks, man, the lawn's coming. It, it's gonna be. It looks gonna look great tomorrow. It's already looking good. Yeah. Well, it might it might be dead now? Cause I don't frosty. have a I don't have a fertilizing company. I have this guy who's just. Uh, he reminds me of uh, in Seinfeld how he takes his car to the mechanic, and the guy's like, what, "How you been treating your car?" And he like takes it personal. You you talking like the tamale guy that just walks up and down the street looking to fertilize people's lawns? <laughs> the guy who goes to where the, did you the, find the guy? The Kennedy bars and plays uh, pool and then sells tamales while he does it. Yeah, where, where did you find this guy? Uh, he was a, a friend of a friend of a wife's of a cousin's of a in-laws or something. Uh, he's a really nice guy, but he's like he. I guess he used to do it for a living, and now he just does it like for side money. But he's way into it. Like it would, I would not be surprised. Or like general lawn care. lawn care. Oh, like, I, I cut it. Gotcha. I maintain it, but. He comes over like it wouldn't be weird to see him putting bits of soil like on his tongue going like, <laughs> phosphorus, you son of a bitch. It's funny. He'll come by and he'll, with a slight bit of annoyance to his voice, he'll, he'll like be walking around and we'll be talking about the, you know, the nature and the pedigree of my, of my grass seeds. And uh, he'll see a stick and be like, this is bullshit. I mean, he'll think about it. How is it supposed to grow if this stick is on top right. of it? You understand that's not going to make it. I'm like... I'm sorry. There's a stick in my lawn. I was like, seriously, dude, you gotta pick up sticks. I have to tell you, I uh, I was busy um, in and out at work on Friday, and I turned on the uh, the fallout shelter like probably nine thirty. Fallout shelter, and they were talking about you that you were on God bless the radio them. that you had been on the show. And I'm love like, them, dude. I cannot believe I, I listen religiously. This week I was uh, in and out, like I said, so I. I must have just literally missed a thirty minute, twenty to thirty in. minute window. I yeah, snuck you in were like in a, and out like a thief in the night. What? It was like my prom night. They didn't even know I was there. The fallout shelter. A friend of ours, Jason Fallman, lives in Crescent City, California, or at least broadcasts out of Crescent City, K-Fog California. Kfogradio dot org. Friday nights uh, for us, it's eight to ten p.m. And I, I apparently they just got a phone line. So now yeah, we're able to call um, I don't know. It was super excited, man. I got my laptop wasn't working, and I'll tell you more about that later. But I got it up and running, and uh, as soon as I got it up, that was one of the first things I was like, "Oh, I can finally stream KFOG Radio." So I put it on, and I uh, just happened to catch them. And they were giving away tickets to a roller derby that's going on, you know, out there on the West Coast. 
And uh, they kept saying, call in if you want these tickets, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, well, I don't want those tickets, but I do want to call. <laughs> no thanks, but. Well, because I, I would, but right. I cannot make it out there by the next day or whenever it was. But I was like, I've uh, I've seen enough Ellen Page movies, including the trailer for Whip It, to at least fake my way through it. So I called and just said, what, Did they have a question about roller derby you had to answer? You had to call and say like what the your the favorite band that you liked and a band that you didn't like. It was like a music related, is you know, just stir up interest. What does what did say, you? How did you have to fake it that you knew about roller derby? What does that have to do with anything? You know what? I just wanted to be prepared. All right, gotcha. <laughs> the answer to your question is I didn't have to. Oh, okay. I was like, I just I don't know. I'll talk. You just about also derby. wanted to figure out a way to throw that out to our audience that you uh, you're somewhat aware of. Roller I wanted derby. to make a joke about Ellen Page, and the only way I could do it was to call. Right. <laughs> Great. Sorry, yeah. I stepped on that entire windup. Not a big deal at all. Uh, but yeah, it was cool to. Uh, uh, it was cool to talk to him and give him some live love because we always do like you know Twitter and stuff like that. Right. But but to be, I was like, why wouldn't why wouldn't we be on the show? Like they promote us and talk about us so say what's up it was fun it was a good time and i'm so dumb because i uh he wasn't i don't know if he was giving out the phone number or not but i just looked at the main page and i said oh there's a phone number on there for kfug radio so i just kept calling that and the dude is the other dude is answering going like i don't know why you're calling the front office this is so weird like the phones are messed up so he thought he had a technical problem <laughs> he really just had a a dumb chicago guy problem right. so i was just calling the wrong you're number. making the effort and the guy was like, what number are you giving out? Like on the radio, kind of like scolding him. And when he when I heard it, I go, oh. And I called that one. I should have been like, oh, you must have fixed your problem. Maybe we need to get our phone lines back open and maybe he'll uh, we'll hold uh, You know, a couple, couple people have mentioned that. They're, really? Yeah. A couple people said, hey, what's up with the callers, man? So, you know. Well, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do an entire night of, of just phone calls. Attention, citizens of Crescent City and the rest of the world at the end of a long, hard week. We can all use a little break, a little escape from the madness. Tune in Fridays, 6 to 8, and lock yourself into the fallout shelter. I'm your host, Jason Fallman. Join Cousin Ray and I as we read your tweets, respond to Facebook posts, take calls, listen to all types of quality music while trying to laugh about this crazy world. It's the fallout shelter, Crescent City's most interactive radio show. Friday nights, 6 to 8, on KFUG Radio, 101.1 FM, and streaming online. The reason I was saying that uh, nature had me fooled is because if you guys aren't from the area, we've had like one of the worst winters ever. And finally, we had some warm days. I mean, talking like kids are out in T-shirts playing in the backyard. People are out having fun. People, You know, you can smell people grilling. And then three days later, where there's a blanket of stupid snow on the ground. Right. It's, just, it's just infuriating. It's not like it hit the ground and melted. It's, there's literally snow on the ground right now. Yeah, I was like, oh, it'll be some sleet. It'll be ugly for a minute. And I was coming here. I had to get my white. My uh, People forgot how to drive again. It's only uh, been like a week since it's it just snowing. sucks so bad, dude. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how I can tap out more. I've let winter know that I'm its bitch. You know what I mean? I'm like on my back. Just go, I quit. I quit. I submit. <laughs> Well, I have to tell you, so last week when you were here, I was explaining to you, I surprised you with the fact that I have, uh, I've, I've gotten, yeah, I've gotten two dogs. You like dags. And it's been a week and, uh, everything's going great for the most part, except for the fact that they're both now, I used to have a German shepherd and my wife had a Shih Tzu. So if, if somebody had an accident in the house, it was real obvious on who to blame. But now I have two dogs that are the exact same height, the exact same weight, the exact same oh. everything. 
And we still can't pinpoint. There's one dog that's pooped in the house a couple times out of the two. <laughs> you just look at the one that the other dog is pointing its paw yeah, toward I, him. I can't figure out which one. It, and we try. We sit there and we go, well, I don't think it was her because she. it's not really what she's about. And you start going into personality. Yeah. And it's like we've only known them for a week. So, you know, I'm, I'm just giving it up <laughs> to the fact that, you know, uh, they're just getting used to everything. The one I was hope acting it's not a cocky, problem. So I don't, I don't know that that means. Like he was really ashamed. Like he went in his cage for the whole day after that. I don't know. Maybe he was scared that he was going to get his ass <laughs> Yeah. You, you think you're reading further into it? But, um, and then we, we tried to come up with some, uh, we thought, well, well, one, the boy's name is Bandit and he's six. And the girl dog's name is Sophie, and she's seven. How'd you end up with such old dogs again? That's why we got them. Well, the the people that had them before, there was like someone had a uh, an unfortunate illness and needed to get rid of the dogs because they had uh, you know some other things going on in their life. Well, I commend you for that, man. I actually like when people get dogs that are. You know what I mean? Because no, right. everybody wants they just want a cute puppy, and you don't know if they want to take care of it and stuff. Someone that gets a dog that's already. And you know what? For me, it worked out because I, I I like dogs that are already house trained. I like dogs that are already calmed down, not necessarily puppies. Because yeah. the last thing I I need with I have two kids. I I also don't need a dogs that I have to leave that. You know, I'm worried they're going to eat furniture and and all that crap. So. Right. Um. So yeah, we were going to change their names to come up with something a lot cooler. But you know what? It ended up that like everything we came up with. My wife wanted to since there's a one boy and one girl. She's like, let's do Ross and Rachel. I'm like, they're not. They're not. Oh, I get it. You know, <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know, I first of all, I have to walk down the street with a leash tethered to two Pomeranians. I'm not having yeah. someone come up and be like, oh, what are their names? Ross and Rachel. It's not not going to happen. You should just be like, that's like a trick. That's like a gay test. And you failed. <laughs> like if, if, if people go like, oh, from friends, go, ah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just messing with you. Either way, I decided, you know what? It's it probably would be embarrassing. Be- yeah, it's probably best if we just stick if we just go ahead and stick with their names. Yeah, the poop on the floor thing. It's, uh, it what may- would be gay if you named them Ross and Rachel or Bo and Luke Duke? Well, one's a girl. Yeah, but still. <laughs> to say Daisy, Bo and Luke. No, <laughs> I feel like that'd just be hilarious. It made me think. Uh, I was I was at, uh, hanging out with my brother yesterday, and it, it was he was talking about. Uh, hey, he's pissed about my shoe puller offer. Yeah, I he, hear. He, he, did, he doesn't I don't like. Think he's I, like the, I think he just thinks it he sucks. He doesn't like the carpentry <laughs> behind it, behind the one piece of plywood <laughs> with a V cut out of it. So we were talking. Yeah, we were talking about uh, dogs or whatever, and he reminded. And he said, "Hey, you know." I think, you know, you guys play some music every now and then underneath um, the show, and you guys should play, like, a comedy bit every now and then. So while I was thinking about dogs, I, I started laughing because I'm like, man, because of the problem with the dogs pooping on the floor, uh, made me think of uh, this Robert Schimmel bit. Check it out. You know, I love my wife. I really do. But I don't know why, but if the dog shits in the house, she asks the dog if he did it like he's going to answer her. I'm not, you ever seen somebody do this? She goes, get over here. Did you shit over there? (laughs) No, honey, Aunt Rose shit in the kitchen. (laughs) She drags the dog over to show him the shit. See, I don't do that because the dog already knows he's shit. You drag him over, they piss all the way over to the shit is. (laughs) It's just more mess for you to clean up. I got mad. I wanted to hit him. She said, no, you don't hit the dog. That's cruel. You rub his face in the shit. That's how you do it. <laughs> I said, yeah. Let's ask him which one he wants. That's nice. Rub his face in the shit. Good luck if it's a Rottweiler or a Doberman or something. Hey, did you shit over there? Yeah, you got a problem with that? <laughs> no, it's a nice looking shit. <laughs> yeah, and on the rug, too, just the way I like it. You need your balls polished while I'm here. 
That's funny. I never heard that before. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's uh, a nice looking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did you have a, uh, a renovation for this week? I actually adopted one from my wife, one that my wife's been talking about, but I st- I'm going to take credit for it, and uh, maybe it'll cater more to the ladies. Well, this one stems from uh, my wife always complaining about we drink because of uh, our lack of sleep and our stupid life. We drink like an ungodly amount of coffee around the house. And so she's always like, we drink all this coffee and I have to keep getting these trays to bleach my teeth. I want my my teeth white. You know, like not that she has brown teeth, but she's paranoid. (laughs) You know, like most pretty women are like, you know, anything that they think is going off. So, yeah, she's I I stole this idea from her. She wants to invent uh, white coffee. Now, I know what you're saying, like, oh, that's retarded. But if science can do the crazy things that it can do, if we can make heirloom tomatoes, I don't know if we make those or not. But the point is this. Uh, we you, you somehow bleach the beans first, taste the same, same amount of coffee. You get the coffee. You don't get the darkness. You don't get the stain on your teeth. White coffee. Book it. Wait a second. <laughs> How do you bleach beans? I, it can be done. Don't, don't we bleach uh, sugar? I don't know. Do we? Sure. Well, you have brown sugar, you have cane sugar, and then you have granulated white sugar. What about, uh, we bleach a lot of things, right? So what's the purpose of There's this? There's brown so, rice so and then white does rice. Does this actually clean your teeth or it just mm, doesn't stain it, it? it? It doesn't make them brown because of, uh, you know, coffee stains. So does pop, so does iced think, tea, so think, does any, think about everything sp- you eat okay, while you brush your teeth. Well, we don't drink a lot of tea or a lot of pop, but what about the spillage? Now you're spilling? Hey, oh, you just knocked over the, the don't worry about it, it's white coffee, it's all good. Does it taste like regular coffee or does it taste like... Same. Just the color has changed only. I don't know the scientifics of it yet. I got to get around to working that I don't know. I mean, so if you're a dude though, can you walk around saying that you're drinking a black coffee, but it's white? Because isn't that part of it? Like, hey man, this guy, you know, he... He, he takes no shit from nobody. He smokes <laughs> cigarettes. He drinks black coffee. You I want coffee? my coffee white. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, hey, know, I'm not a pussy. Give it to me white. I'll be honest. I, can you give me an, an eggshell? <laughs> I'm digging in like I'll just take a coffee, a hint of sugar, and just run the milk by it. Give me get like a high hiding white. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be it. So that's actually an alleyvation, but uh, I take credit for it and book it, man. I think I think uh, I think we're on to something. I know. I don't think so, dude. You can sell anything in America. I know with, like, you, I know you can, hint, but so I'm just go. saying. Like I know a bunch of guys, and first of all, black coffee is it's shit. It's crap. Nobody nobody truly likes black coffee. I don't know, man. Just like anybody Johnson who says they don't like Miller Lite, nobody likes Miller Lite. Yeah. And so I feel like. The whole allure to black coffee is so you could be like, oh yeah, you drink a mocha frappuccino. I look at me, man, black yeah, yeah. coffee. Yeah, definitely. Dude, I drink. I take my coffee. You you drink your coffee? What? That's funny. You know, what your coffee? <laughs> Dude, I drink my coffee black. And in fact, <clears throat> I like to go to the. I like to go to Speedway because they have the most disgust. It's been sitting there for like eight hours. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? like people to, brag about the, a little. Yeah, they brag about the the level of like gritty coffee they drink. No one's drinking white coffee. Well, if you've read any Garfield comics, then you know the stronger and the blacker the Could better. Could you see, uh, what's his name? What's the guy? John. What, no, what's From the Garfield? guy? The, the guy. Odie. No, the guy with the... the you know, get off my porch. 
Harrison Ford, get off my plane. No, no, not get off my plane. Get off my porch. The guy. Me in 20 no, years? No, no. Uh, Gunny Highway. <clears throat> not familiar. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I could see Could him. you see him sitting on his porch drinking a white coffee? That's the that's the litmus test. This isn't this isn't for old dogs. We need to teach new tricks to the new dogs. No, we don't need to. This we is need for to go women, back. dude. We need to go. Oh, it's just for women. Well, it'll start off that way. <laughs> Until uh, you know, oh, the wife just buys it. The guy will drink it. They, look, tanning. You know what? That dude? was for chicks, right? But dudes came around. Uh, this is absolutely adding to the pussification of America. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to add to my pocket. Doesn't your dirty teeth sort of add character, like a scar? I don't think so. For guys? For dudes, yeah. But that's, get, this is aimed at chicks. Like, think get about the phone. It. What's Fuzz's number? <laughs> you, think he'll, you think he'll... Why? I think he's got to be the... the no, we have to have somebody who's the know-all end-all when we could just call up and be like, listen, like phone a friend. Oh, it would be like a lifeline? Yeah, but we got to find... who We got to pick Fuzz up this segment? guy that we think... Maybe... I don't know. I don't know about Fuzz. But we need to find a guy that we think is the guy that we can go to with... with um, oh, I got a guy. Uh, you know what? Dude, I got a guy for real. Jim Ballard. Not not bad, not bad. Maybe we can have two guys. There yeah, we Jim, go. Jim, Jim would be a very good uh, like. Uh, I feel like everything he would say would end in like period. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he wanted to stab somebody on Twitter because they were putting their feet out of the car. <laughs> He's like that person needs to get stabbed to death. I'm like, well, that's what I mean. And like yeah. I said, no, no, I mean, stabbed. Period. That's that's who we would find. Jim's, that's that's our basis for what's day, manly. I have a all right another fellow. So what we'll do is maybe we'll hook up the phone next time, and if we need to call somebody, he'll be our first call. But I like ask Jim. It's kind of nice ring to it. I gotcha. That'll be kind of like uh, like an NHL when they're not sure if it's a goal. They get on the phone and they call Toronto. You know what, Jim? If you're in, if you're down with this, if you're if you're ready to finally have your own segment, then uh, give us a voicemail. Call us uh, and leave us a voicemail. <laughs> you know what? If it's about being a pussy, I guarantee I know the answer before we even <laughs> send it to him, though. But still, yeah. I, but I think it is. You aim it. You think about you aim it at women. You go like think of this slogan: like need your coffee in the morning, need that get up and go. You know, tired of those. Tired of too much coffee, and then, and then what you do is you show like you could do dental strips and show somebody like oh then like stuck to their eyebrow like oh you know tired of those Couldn't trays. Just show that lady gel. that was smoking and she's now dead, but they they for whatever reason put her on TV. Yeah, but I think it helps like children's you, television. Have you seen this where she's like putting it in her neck? Yeah, and stuff? yeah. She's got a, it's like and they showed pictures of like this is her. She used to be a beauty. And now she's just like a flaming skull. She's like, I put my cigarettes on a stick. <laughs> I don't know why I anybody them. would smoke cigarettes. It's like, well, you did. You're dead so, now. It looked good in the 30s, and it looks damn good now. I, I I feel like we know the dangers of smoking at this point. Do we really need? It's almost like why why does McDonald's advertise? A question I've asked myself for, you know, yeah, or Coca Cola, right? It, I it's think like, it's, it's just like they, a. Uh, they have a budget for advertisement. It's like it's such. It's wasted. It's like the reason Jay Z still raps. Like everyone always right. goes, "Oh, Jay Z is so great," but nobody really gives a shit about no. any music he makes. It's just like, look, Jay Z showed up to Coachella. Awesome. Right. Yeah, but you know, Coke is Jay Z. Same thing. <laughs> exact same thing. No difference. Coke is Jay Z. Exact same thing. So white coffee for women. Got Stitcher? We're on it. So get it. Stitcher's an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio. The smart way to listen to radio. I finally got to uh, week five in, on my um, Couch to 5K trainer. I, I'm man. on week five, day one. How do you feel? Uh, we're picking up the pace a little bit. There, it's getting a little more uh, How do you extreme. feel, though? Good. Can you notice, like, oh, I, energy I can run a lot more. Um, not really. Mental le- positivity you were talking I about. I forced myself bit. to want to do it. But then once I, once I like, go down 
because I my treadmill's downstairs. I don't. Anyway, once I start heading down there, I feel and I start actually getting ready and 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 warming up or whatever. I I'm all about it. It's really yeah. Well, all exercises that way. Like, yeah, we have to get once you. Get I think started. the thing is, I'm I'm definitely dead set on that idea that if I miss one day, not one day, but I because you do it every other day. If I fall out of sync, it's over. Oh yeah, no, you're you're <laughs> you're 100 right. That definitely will screw with you bad. But one thing I realized is, so I was telling you before, one of the biggest struggles I had was um, picking music. So I put together this uh, 80s music montage of uh, training songs. And You had and, mentioned uh, last week that you like to run to 80s soundtracks yes. and that it helped you. And uh, I got bored of them. I'll be honest with you because I've been mm-hmm. listening to them for five weeks now. Same songs. You're and, falling out of character. Yeah. I, so, well, no, <laughs> I, I fell. Uh, I, I added, The only song that I think out of that first batch that I had was uh kickstart my heart is the only song that stayed it's still in the rotation that was on there yeah i didn't i didn't let you know about that one because it was it was also it was an also and like at the end when i had like another two minutes at the very end i filed through and found that one because that's usually the one that like it's i think it's like a four four minutes and 20 some second song it's got a pretty rad solo and it's and it's like that'll, uh, that'll keep you going yeah. and it's definitely uh the little 16 an up upbeat song but the problem is, is i feel like I, I just I wish it was by a cooler band. I wish it was. I mean, I know they were cool for their time for whatever, but I just still feel like I could kick everyone's ass in that band. Well, the legendary voice of Motley Crue, Vince Neil, came to Hammond, Indiana this past Saturday. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, he came to the Civic Center. I was giving my buddy Phil shit because uh, he I wanted him to come see the Toadies with me. And he the, said, you got to come at see the, Vince at Neil. At the Metro, and he's like, ah, oh, I got tickets to Vince Neil. And I was like, Phil, I don't think there's a lot to you, but you're dumb. That is, you're dumb for saying that. That's that a bad idea. You should, you know. Let me ask you, would you be more embarrassed to be beat up by a Vince Neil today or the Vince Neil of Molly Cruz prime today, is the prime? Today, for sure, easily. Even when he was in full makeup, it would still be better than being Yeah, because him. at least then I feel he's like virile. He's like young. Okay, he's like weird looking. High on coke. Yeah, he's probably on something. Uh <laughs> Uh, you know, even a waif of a man, if they're on a ton of drugs right. or or out of their mind, to, to Vince Neil to do it now, if they're just determined enough. Vince, yeah, Vince Neil to do it now is like, uh, you know, I not, don't know, but maybe, he, maybe he's like my an old dog now. He's just kind of the you know a no bullshit kind of tough guy now. Maybe he's doing like DDP yoga. He's stripped down. <laughs> he's sober. He's like, no, I've seen him lately. He's not looking that great. <laughs> he's not. I'll that tell great. you, he's looking even worse. It's Mick Mars. I put a picture on uh, Ooh, Twitter. Boy. I know he's got he's he's got a disease, so I know he's he's definitely. That dude was married to what Donna Derrico, I think yeah. her name was. How does that do that? Because before he was before he got sick. But dude, he still looked like. Oh, he's only like this he's, was in well, the nineties like though. Foot, three foot seven or something. This was in like the late nineties. I should have added him. Remember that list I had of people that were that were successful. Yeah, yeah, dominant short <laughs> man. He, he was definitely uh, far shorter than I am. But I, I just wanted to know uh, who you thought was. Uh, I would rather get my ass kicked by Young Vince Neil. Because then he's sort of unproven, and maybe everybody doesn't know. But now they know. Like, that dude? You know, he looks like a cow's udder. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. For whatever ass. reason, I feel like like Tommy Lee would probably be the toughest of them. I think without question. <laughs> I think we know why. He's got but, the hammer of the gods. But, but, but obviously, that wouldn't come into any... With, yes, in I, a, I argue that it would. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you really get in a pinch, it's like the guy who's getting in a fight and he like he has that like he's got that Ruger pocketed, right? And he's like, it's just there, you know what I mean, kid? But like when you really start getting your ass kicked, you're trapped in a corner. You're gonna pull out that that dong of thunder, and you're. So, I, mean, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I don't want to be around when it does. No, I yeah, I, I feel like he he's I, he I think he's the tall, he's the physically the biggest as well. I mean, as far as that's I, another thing too. I'm probably 
not that far from waist height from Tommy Lee. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> Nothing to do with it. And he he owns like Starbucks or has a Starbucks in his house. So he's I, caffeinated. He owns Starbucks. He has a Starbucks. He does like, have a Starbucks uh, thing in his house. I've seen no, that. Not own Starbucks. Like maybe like a I don't know franchise. <laughs> the franchise, franchise in, in his, his living house. room. That's right. I did see a video with that. I don't remember what that was on. Was it uh, like Cribs or something? Tommy Lee seems like everyone that meets him goes like, oh, he wasn't that bad. But like maybe you have to do that because before meeting Tommy Lee, I'm like, this dude is just. Well, hey, I, real quick, what what speed do you run at when you when you're like? jogging on a treadmill gosh oh oh on a treadmill yeah well i do you know what you're running do you have a speedometer yeah i mean i run about it like when i run you have I your used, wife pace you in the car or what <laughs> no they have apps and stuff right. and i've run like enough 5ks to know where i come in normally uh i think like casually i'll do like a nine minute mile i don't know what that I'm, is. no i'm not talking about miles per hour like when you're on the treadmill what do you run at well a nine minute mile do the math i i run I uh, <laughs> on the treadmill i normally do most of it at about six and a half okay Six, six and a half. Uh, and then if at. I'm feeling good, if I'm feeling good, I'll go up to like seven. But if you run at seven and a half, for me, if I run at seven and a half too long, I sort of like, I blow my running load a bit. Well, you know what it, I mean? It, like, it, Well, the reason is, um, obviously, this is interval training for me right now because you run five minutes, walk three, run five, Oh, you have to run five straight. Yeah. I remember when you were talking about like run a minute. I know. Walk. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, That's great. So, uh, I actually feel pretty good. Good on you, man. I know most people are looking at that going, like, it's not that great, but... Whatever, Yeah, man, whatever. For me, it's great. But if you don't quit, then those people will be like, oh, shit, he's catching up to me. That's, uh, that's great. So I run it usually like... A, I, I do the walk when it goes down to the walk about at four, and I run at about six. But then usually at yeah, the last two minutes, I'll run at eight. Oh, I'll blow it out. That's like a sprint. Like yeah, and then like, now oh, when I walk, right. I walk uphill. So I keep because my calves, oh. my calves are burning up. So really? for whatever reason, if I walk uphill, it, 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 I guess my feet land differently and it helps out. It doesn't it doesn't? Did burn you me go to Fleet Feet and get fancy shoes when you no, started? How did, no. What are you running in? Normal? No, I have running shoes. You have running I, shoes? I, I bought running shoes before. But have you ever gone to, to like the Fleet Feet? Yeah. I don't know if that's an actual they, chain. They have like they have some crazy name like Footology or something. Right. Like they go and they look at your feet and they go, "Wow, this." Like judging by your heel, I'm not gonna it looks crazy. like you need two hundred dollars shoes. Because like I told you, dude, I never plan on running a five k like in an actual race. I just want to do this. You're gonna for do myself. it. We're gonna do it. We'll see together. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, so I, today I actually broke. I went from the Obama hands to the T two knife cutter. <laughs> We're like, the sprint. Well, I I went up to ten. So I was like, dude, I was, I was, I don't know if that makes you, you feel that you needed more. Oh, you don't have to 10. Yeah. At, at the very last five There's no way you line. can have Obama fingers. You're, you're not casual at that well, point. That's what you're I'm in saying. trouble. I'm, you get into this, like, I need to be aerodynamic, like Lamar's javelin. That's fast, dude. You're talking like six minute miles. Yeah. Pace. Well, I only do that for a minute. Straight, yeah, you know what I mean? So that, that's, enough to I, convince that's the last hands. time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I start, I start smiling because I'm picturing T2. Have you seen this boy? And he's running. <laughs> remember in Wayne's <laughs> world? Funny. In Wayne's yeah, world, yeah, too, yeah. he's chasing yeah. after the car. So I wonder, like, man, running just looks so unnatural. How do the Kenyans do it? Uh, I, I, oh, they're forced to. <laughs> Otherwise, they don't get out. <laughs> Otherwise, they don't get their lunch because they're tackling zebras. When a rhino's behind you going full speed, you your hands just naturally go where yeah, they're supposed you're to. You're not worried about it. they're bladed or Obama right. style. It's like the people that don't know how they maintain that body. Well, well you know, I, I sort of have to. So in the vein of exercise and running, uh, I was talking to my wife and a couple guys I work with. And one of the guys, my wife was telling me about this place that it just opened up in um, Cherville called Planet Fitness. You heard about the place? I have, yeah. Have you heard about any of the negative buzz? What have you heard? I just know it's large in size, right? It, like used it to, was the old Menards. Yeah, it used to be a Menards, which um, 
is is like a home improvement store. It's huge, just like a a Home Depot or a, right, yeah, whatever the national chain is. So yeah, this place is enormous. So apparently, it's ten bucks a month, which is and there's you don't have to have a contract, which that's that's pretty awesome, very cheap. But I guess the the biggest thing that's detracting I me can almost afford that or detracting other people from this place, the complaints are hearing is they have these crazy rules. Um, one of the rules is you're not allowed to grunt or make straining noises <laughs> while you work out. That's for real. This is a legit rule. <laughs> I love it. Good. Sign me up. You're not allowed to set weight <laughs> down in a loud manner. Good. Perfect. Quit throwing stuff around. Some Natural of the man. heavier dumbbells, uh, have been taken off the shelves to discourage bodybuilders. I'm still for it. I believe uh, if you drop weight, they will actually call attention to it and make fun of you. Who they, will? The, the place. There's like a... Uh, the people that work there? Yeah, there's a... Um, Dude, do they have a heckler that works there's, there? No, there's a sign. Uh, they set off a, uh, an alarm. Um, Would you love it if there was like a geeky like a, a geeky heckler that had like tape between his glasses <laughs> and like a tight plaid shirt? You know, like like picture like Rick Moranis in the 80s. And when someone threw his weight down, I was like, well, look at you, macho man. That's like, exactly who, when you said that, that's exactly who I put. Like, uh, like that, like mixed with maybe like an Ed Grimley or something. And they would just be hanging from like the... We'll call it a monkey bars, but I think people work out on them. They'll hang out from there and they'll just be like, "Oh, I guess, I, I guess one more rep wasn't in your repertoire." Well, I'm apparently like, they, they, well, they, their big thing is that they just, they have like a. If you make any of these noises or you do any of the things that I just said, uh, you wear, you know, you make loud noises, you drop weights, you grunt, uh, you flex in front. of They have this like alarm that goes off and draws attention uh, to you doing it. I, I'm, I'm for it. Really. I don't think you should gloss over my repertoire joke, but still, yeah. No, I think that's great because uh, I think that, it's that horrible. Dis- that, no, that discourages a nor- like. Look, if you're way into bodybuilding, you're probably doing it with your friends at a place where they go, and just stay there and do it with them. But if the normal people want to lift and do like, you could even do like the workout they did from 300, like Spartan workout and stuff like that. You could do that. It doesn't require tons of weight. So the people that but are you lift- can't make if, even if you're straining, you can't make noise. They're, I don't think. No, I don't think this it's, I don't the, think it's realistic for you to, if noise comes out of your body, aka even a fart or burp, while you're. Or worse. they're saying they don't. They, I guess, their slogan is judgment-free zone. However, they're obviously being pretty That's judgy. That's a ton of judgment. But though. but what they're doing is <laughs> That's a lot of judgment. My wife was saying the draw to this place for people, I guess, is they 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 take all the heavy weights out. So people can go there and, and I wonder where they draw the line. When they say judgment-free zone, they mean for fat people and people who are weak, so they don't have to go there and be intimidated by people who are in good shape and look. And, you know, are they the ones who had that commercial where the woman was working out and she was a normal-looking woman? And there was two really hot chicks, wearing yes. like small things, and they were like in the shower. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's their thing is they they're sort of gearing it toward people who normally wouldn't go to the gym because they feel like they would, you know, they don't want to go to the gym because they have a bad body image. And so they don't want to go there and see people that are already Isn't in that shape what curves is for. Yeah, but this is for both men and women. OK, I'm so torn you can still because half of me goes, that's good. Like get people to go and you don't have to go with all the lunkheads who are obviously on tons. of. But why does it bother you? Because if you're trying to do a normal workout and someone like say they're crazy, look, their skin doesn't look the normal color. They look super pissed off. And a lot of these people, dude, there's, we need to do a list of gym pet peeves. So now are we going to have, you know, are we going to go back to segregated bathrooms because, 
or showers no, because but, people but, look, but I like I can't, it. Society. I can't go. In, I, you know, at the gym, I don't want to go in the shower because I'm fat and there's other guys that are in shape and I'm embarrassed. What? That's stupid. They have like a dong roll. No, I'm <laughs> like, hey, like this one walks in, the bell goes off, and that's again that's too intimidating. We'll, we'll call it the Tommy Lee roll. Nobody wants to shower while you're in there because it makes us look bad. I just feel like it's once again, and now this is a way for adults. It's like the um, the little league baseball or the soccer where everybody wins, everybody wins, and we have the gear toward a like. Let's not human. You know what? People need to be humiliated. That's I, why I still I'm feel like you need to push people and not people don't need to be ridiculed. But at the same time, it's like no, we're not going to make a separate gym for you. Those people look like that because they've taken the time to continue to work out every day and and, and try to. You know, they've given they up every suffer. other facet of their life. Some of them, some people are genetic freaks on both sides. Some but people they, are genetically fat. Some people are genetically, out. yeah. But at the same time, you shouldn't. Oh, so that guy eats three dozen eggs a day. If someone's okay. in good shape, you are, feel intimidated to be around them. So now we need to build an entire. I mean, we don't need to. Some private company built an entire gym, but it's based on the fact that now we're you're keeping the people who want to only pay ten dollars to look good out. They're going to have to pay the more expensive $30 a month gym membership because you're not welcome here. If you're going to However, be in, in, what if that's your bar? You pay $10 a month and you work out and you work your ass off until you're so buff you that they go, go you, you don't could, belong here anymore and it's like I've graduated. So to, there you to go. now having to pay 20 more dollars an extra. Yes, month. you've graduated to the $30 guy, a month gym. Half the fun of going to the gym is seeing hot chicks. So who wants yeah. to go to a gym where you see like you know a bunch of chicks who are down on their own you know don't feel good about themselves? Well, well, I, I guess well, that's easy. Well, well here you go. This okay. <laughs> right. If you're into low hanging fruit, right. this is exactly the gym. No pun intended. You just <laughs> you just opened a whole new side. I didn't of even this. think about that. That's a really good point. So what you do is if you're a fair to Midland fella, you go there and you you just say you just mop up. You look. You're married, <laughs> so you can't do that. However, uh, somebody. Um, uh, you know, would be perfect to go like, I'm doing a couch to 5K. I'm just getting started. How about you? Yeah, me too. I'm just getting started too. I do that, but I do so that work in my basement. But, then but when I'm ready to go to the gym, go ahead. You, you, you just, oh, I'm going through a messy divorce. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's just couch to 5K. Yeah, I'm, but I've lost 20 pounds. She's on the way to where she's going. This is good. This is this could be a good thing. I just feel like, once again, you're setting everybody up to, you know, just be that sort of like, hey, everybody's a winner and, you know what I mean? I agree with you. The only thing is part of that's why I say I'm torn because like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, okay, we don't, you might as well just call it like, like puss incorporated. Then. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like like that. I'm a puss. So right. I'll just go to this gym. However, it's also poor people incorporated. So I'm down for that. But, uh, I'm torn because I think it's kind of nice to not, cause nobody wants to work out with those dudes. Nobody does. I don't care. Just, they just don't like or, <laughs> the 1% of people that are into that need to stay together. But then the other half it's, it's free marketplace. These people are make they're using it as a marketing tool. Right. And there's a lot of people that don't want to go around meatheads or um you know re- like okay look at the Bally's commercials. Like that's like the opposite of this, right? Mm-hmm. You go to Bally's and it's like there's just supermodels from Brazil like on our treadmills. Okay, great. What's, so what's the problem? Free, mar- free marketplace. What's the problem? No problem for me. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> So check this out. I got a great, uh, great news story I want to share with you. Excellent. It's been like three or four weeks, and I'm still trying to be cool when that comes on. I don't know if you saw this story. 
but the title of it is Man Sentenced to Wear I'm a Bully Sign and Gets Bullied by Bystanders. By a real judge? Yes, yeah, a real yeah. judge. So just to give you a little background, an Ohio man was sentenced by a judge to spend the Sunday wearing a, st- a sign that said, I'm a bully, at a busy suburban Cleveland intersection and was greeted by boisterous streams of honking and jeers and insults. Edmund Aviv, Aviv. 62 years old, uh, was made to stand outside and hold up the sign at a busy intersection. Um, obviously, in, in You can't be a 62-year-old bully. Why? Because you're 62. You're grandfathered into the bully rule. Wow, hold on. He was the reason he had to do that was for his treatment of a neighbor whose husband suffers from dementia and has seven children, uh, several who have disabilities and use wheelchairs. So this is the kind of person mm-hmm. this is. So be, mm-hmm. hold your judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, his sign read, "I'm a bully. I pick on children that are disabled. I'm an in, I am intolerant of those who are different than myself. My actions do not reflect an appreciation for the diverse South Euclid community that I live in." Among the many people who were who stopped to see Aviv swerve, <laughs> wait. There's no way anyone's going to stop and read that whole sign. Among the many people who stopped to see Aviv serve his sentence was Alex Simmons, 21, a former neighbor who said Aviv would call out racial slurs to people passing by. <laughs> Parents told us to stay away from the house. He would just stand on the porch and call us names. Justice has been served. He sounds uh, like a Clint Eastwood from that that, that's, that movie that was basically Karate Kid, but with an Asian. <laughs> But not an Asian with a white guy. I'm pretty sure there was Asians involved. But they were the they weren't the they. Karate Kid was an Asian, right? Karate Kid had an Asian, Mr. Miyagi. Well, who were the, the kids in the Clint Eastwood movie? The, the the bad guys were he was technically the bad guy, but the bad guys were Asian gang members in the this movie. Yeah, they were, Karate Kid didn't have any Asians until the second one. Mr. Miyagi's an Asian. Oh, except for him, <laughs> he's a pretty important part of the movie. Uh, you know Aviv, what I mean. Aviv was accused of calling the neighbor Sandra Prog monkey mama as she held her adopted, disabled African-American children and of smearing dog feces on their wheelchair ramp. The harassment went on for 15 years in the Cleveland suburb of South Euclid, uh, per court documents. Uh, he pleaded no contest, and he was... As a result, this was his punishment. He sounds like a he creep. Was, he was also sentenced to 15 days in jail, uh, seven months probation, 100 hours of community service. I wonder what he man- actually got sentenced for, like what counts. Anger management classes and mental health counseling. Um, he's basically saying that uh, he feels that this was unjust and he now feels bullied himself and feels like you know this was completely... Uh, he's bullied by the system. Pretty much. Get in line, dude. The, my favorite part of the article is it says, uh, he now he's talking to the reporter. I didn't do this, Aviv said to a reporter who asked if he was sorry. As he spoke, someone in a passing car yelled, douchebag. <laughs> I don't know why it needs to be written in the <laughs> well, newspaper. Then he got bullied. <laughs> Whatever. Poor guy's so I guess that's, that's, for a minute. But if you see this guy, he looks like a total jackass. Nice. Uh, I will uh, put a link to it on the Facebook page if there is sure a creep. sure he was a creep. Oh, well, obviously, the guy's smearing dog feces on a wheelchair ramp. Allegedly. Because he, obviously you have to roll down and it gets on your hand. You know, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, then it gets on your hands. That's yeah. right. So he's, yeah. a, he, he's like a... That's sinister. Uh, yeah, he's like a uh, an evil genius. Uh, I got one more great news story for you. We'll never get old. 
<laughs> All right. This one is a little bit different. Nursing home forced huge muscular strippers on elderly mom. Nice. So, uh... I'll, let me let me read you a Everything little bit. Everything they of this. do is forced. A Long Island nursing home is trading mashed peas for strip teas and forcing it on residents. Huh. A lawsuit claims. <laughs> the the son eighty five of eighty five year old Bernice Youngblood was horrified when he found a photo of a scantily clad male stripper grinding on his mother as she stuffed a dollar bill in his briefs. According to the civil suit, she was stuffing a dollar bill. Youngblood's family lawyered up. Uh, after uncovering the photo and seeking punitive damages and criminal damages against East Neck Nursing Center in West Babylon. Uh, his mother, the oh. victim here, suffers from dementia and Alzheimer's or old timers. Uh, this is abuse. This is his now his uh, his quote. This is abuse and extreme emotional disturbance. Uh She's got Alzheimer's. She'll forget about it. <laughs> There's no way she could ward off this huge muscular stripper that's forcing himself and his private parts on her. Oh, that's she couldn't ward attorney. off her, the dollar bill that was coming out of her <laughs> pockets either. Youngblood's son, Franklin, claims that he visited his mom in January and found the photo. She said she had no idea what it was. The lawsuit claims the nursing home staffers not only took photos, the photos in question, but used some of Youngblood's money, which was supposed to be locked away for her commissary bills, to pay for the Burley Brothers. Which is the strippers, of course. Uh, when her son confronted a nurse, the staffer allegedly lunged at him and tried to take the photo. The staffer told, later told family members that the strippers were hired as an entertainment event and in good faith, according to the suit. Uh, he said he wants the case in front of a jury ASAP and that he's working to pursue criminal charges on behalf of the family. He what, said, he want, what do you want done? Bernice Youngblood, while sometimes lucid, lacks the mental and physical capacity to uh, competently give informed consent or otherwise make any decisions about her personal state. That's the uh, the claim in the lawsuit. So is he doing this on behalf of a Bernice? I don't know. She, is, she has old timers. So I, I don't know I that mean, she was cool with this or not cool with this. That's the thing. Let me just say this. How, do you, how do you make it stick that she wasn't cool with here's, it? Here's my problem with it. Your mom's in a nursing home or whoever, a loved one no, of yours, an 85-year-old person. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> What is it? It's April. You go there. It's April right now. Let's see. June. Okay. Yeah. You go there and you find a picture put up on her on her corkboard next to you know pictures that your kids drew. Yeah. Of some stripper <laughs> and your mom <laughs> of the Burley Brothers and she you know she's got the drool coming out of her mouth and the you know the the pea eating peas and all this yeah. is happening and you're gonna tell me that she chose this for for herself she requested this. Well, somebody took her mother. This guy's alleging that there was money tucked away for her to buy odds and ends, toilet paper, toothbrush, whatever she needed from commissary. And this money was used for the <laughs> the, the other nursing staff. So you're saying like it's young women, well, probably middle aged yeah, women. Yeah, you no, know, it's other old women who work there. No, but I mean, it's probably middle aged. Yes. I'm thinking people who would young. want strip- young women don't want, yeah. People who would want to see Heavy strippers. Heavy set women and- in their 40s and 50s <laughs> want strippers. And who would think of this? Who comes up with a plan like this? A nefarious plot. Because here's the thing. It, it completely goes unnoticed if this guy doesn't find the picture. I will say it's a bad move on behalf of the employees. But good luck getting it to stick because, yes, she's got old timers. But uh, it, it, we're assuming she's like a vegetable. No, she just forgets who she's talking to. And she forgets where she's at and stuff like that. But in the moment, you know what? She uh, is handing the dollar over. It let me, look, the picture showing here doesn't look like she was too terrible. advocate. If they don't bring the Burley brothers in, how many opportunities... Is this woman going to have until the end of her days 
to have the banana hammock flying around and the uh, right said Fred playing. But they're Even saying she doesn't she, love it. But that, they're saying she has a medical proven. Doctors have said she has dementia. Doesn't yes. know. She can't make decisions. She has no idea what's going on. So, yes, in the moment, she she may think that she's a 25-year-old woman. Was she abused? Or did they force her to have a good there, time? Well, I think this guy's biggest concern is that it's a misappropriation of the funds. And it's disrespectful to his mother, who's 85 years old. And, I mean, you know, he's probably a little bit perturbed that well, when you leave your family member in the custody of somebody that you plant, you expect to take care of them and treat them with dignity and respect. Here's disrespect. If the Burley brothers come and everyone's <laughs> chairs in a circle and they go to each old timer's person and they skip Bernice, they go right past her and they go, nah, there's something wrong with her. There's, some, there's something, there's something. No, this is like Fitness Planet. There's like there's something Planet Fitness. There's there's something wrong with this one. We'll skip her. That's disrespect. Now she feels shunned. All maybe she'll forget it in thirty seconds, but now she feels bad. They wanted her to feel like everyone else. So you were completely fine with that? Absolutely. Ben's a moron. Bad judgment. You know what? See me in thirty years, you know? I don't think you're going to be around. I know for damn sure I won't be, so. I'll have old timers. I'll be in the home. Some guy will be flinging his banana hammock in my face, and I'll be like, I didn't want that to happen. Um, I'll be upset about it. Hey, guys. How about some sports? Did you see the Pacquiao fight? I did not. I was in the city. I was, I was oh, yeah, you preoccupied. Were I saw it. 60 bucks. Usually, I mean, the last couple of pay-per-views I've gotten were like 72, 75. Um, but this one was 60 bucks. Uh, mostly probably because the undercard was crap. But, um, man, this was a great fight. And really? I, I feel like I always tell people that aren't into boxing, you know, they're like, well, you know, when, when I do watch boxing, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it, there's always controversy or, you know, when I hear about boxing, it's controversy. But, this was definitely one of those fights that I think that if you weren't a person who was necessarily huge into boxing or huge into Pacquiao or huge into Tim Bradley or, you know, this division or whatever, this would have this definitely would have brought some people put some asses in the seats for another fight. Just to set it up, Pacquiao Bradley number one, how'd that how'd that come out? Pacquiao Bradley won. Bradley won. Uh, oh, a Bradley really, really controversial decision. He did not win the. If you're asking me, he didn't win the fight. But technically, he won. and really to 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 dethrone a, a, the belt holder, you'd think you'd have to go a well above and beyond in a decision. But you, you know, there's be been a lot of to take the belt, right? You, I mean, normally, uh, once again, it's one of these things where you know That's the, the judge. So I know, dude. I know, and I can't help but also feel the same way. But you know, when they when when two people say say you're you're scoring and. You know, you, there's three judges, right? And one judge says 118, 117. And the next judge says 118, 116. And then you get one judge that goes 118, 109. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's yeah. Crazy. And that seems to happen all the time, and, right? And the problem is, is that, yeah, it's still a unanimous victory. And so people saw it as a close fight and they still felt that Tim Bradley won. But when you have somebody that's so, so off, you, yeah. th- well, again, the, these people eventually well, get, just they, the they question, get, like, they what, get peered what out. What were you watching? What the hell fight well, were you watching? It, that here's that begs two questions: either what were you watching, and what are you gauging? What are you, what are you gauging? Uh, uh, how around is one? Yeah, and who paid you to 
throw this fight. Yeah, well, that begs the question, like, what are you scoring and how open to interpretation is it? Like, you landed the punch or you did not. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's not really open to interpretation because obviously the people that are judging these fights go to school and learn how to officiate or judge boxing. Well, if it happens, it's not that interpretation. Often. It's not like, well, I thought he had the best style, so I'm giving him some style. No, that's right. not what works. Yeah, but his green shorts were amazing. So this fight was uh, basically, you know, Bradley. After the last fight, Bradley took a lot of heat. I mean, he won because the judges said he won, so he became the belt holder. But he was fell into a huge depression per him because everybody was saying hey this is fake you didn't win it was obvious that you lost i mean really? it was say it was a close fight we'll give you that m- maybe but you definitely didn't win you may it's have lost master, a close it's certainly going to mess with so you. the guy was like i've worked all this time okay he's, he's at this time he's 30 and 0 the world champion beat manny pacquiao and still doesn't get his his you know he doesn't get to he gets his cake but doesn't get to eat it well, that, you, i mean if you want to be the champ you have to put up with that and you have to win some decisive victories okay right? so so he basically says you know hey i need this fight i gotta I, it's not about pacquiao's redemption it's about me coming back and, and beating this guy so definitively yeah that there's no question right i'm knocking this guy out real bad game plan which is gonna mess with you because then you're off your game instead of you're not the fight you're, you're not to concentrating on fighting you're concentrating on doing like one of the most spectacular knockouts of, of a of a uh, an icon Right, and what happens when you reach for that kind of thing? Well, you exactly what happened. So, so Pacquiao also has another. He, you know, he lost. He lost to Bradley. He lost to uh, Marquez. He got knocked out by Marquez. He's had a bad couple of. The, you know, he won a fight in between there, but for him, it was like, hey, I got to get back in there because everyone's basically saying I've lost my edge. I'm not who I was anymore at 35 years old. I'm done. Um, Going full blown politician. So. It, there was a lot at stake for him because it's like, how many more times can this guy lose? Or how many times can he be like a fringe person before we just go, he's over. It's no longer, you know, the Manny of, of yore and, and we, we move on. That's so crazy. That's got to be so nuts for someone who's yeah, just I mean, that this dominant. Guy, this that- guy is 55, 5, and 2. Right. And he's, you know, he's still... So basically both these guys have something major on the line. So when the fight starts, Bradley comes out. He's kicking at, and right away I'm like, this isn't gonna look. This is not looking good for Manny. He's just throwing, I mean, he's he's looking to knock him out in the first round. Say. I mean, just crazy, right? Really. So, what was crazy though? By like, so Manny weathered the storm. Got got pretty much. He got beat up in the first round. It was a definitive Tim Bradley round. But then in the second round, Pacquiao started to you know sort of do what he does, where he warmed up, realized what his game plan was, and started being more aggressive himself. And in the fight. Turned, you know, the tide completely turned. I'd like to catch it, man. And I, I did want to see it, but uh, I just wasn't able to. By the eighth, I would say before that. So what I, what, in fact, I bet my kid, he he stayed up. It was just me and Logan that watched it. That's awesome. And I told him, hey, if Another Pacquiao win- for the Logan's awesome he, category. He, he goes, if Pacquiao wins, I don't have to go to Sunday school tomorrow. And I said, because the first round, I go, Pfft. This this could go either way. It's Did he a, throw that down right away? Oh yeah, because he he beat me, but he bet me before on a Mayweather Sadie. fight and won He's too. Sadie. So, uh, I said, all right, I'll take that bet. What's the you know he he's doing a lot of stuff during the week this week, so you know even, worst case scenario he doesn't go to Sunday school. He'll be bailing hail. So he he, he ends up yeah exactly. <laughs> so like you could see by the fourth or fifth round he's going back to his corner. Now this is Tim Bradley, and his uh, his coaches are like, dude, what are you doing? Stop going! Stop! Stop! You're you're off your game. This isn't. And he's just like the thousand yard stare. And you could tell just by the, every time he sat down in that corner, he's mentally beaten. 
He already knows, like, this isn't going to go the way. He wasn't way. trying to be the better boxer. No, he was trying to just do this back tack. And you could, there were times where he was doing the rope-a-dope, sort of uh, leaning up against the ropes and calling Pacquiao in, trying to take that one, you know, have Pacquiao miss and do the one counter shot that knocked him, like he got knocked out by Marquez, mm-hmm. and um, to his detriment. So it went all 12 rounds, and uh, Pacquiao won definitively, no doubt about it. And, you know, Tim Bradley, I... I the guy again, man. He's thirty and zero. Now he's thirty and one. Um, the guy's a, he's a badass. But at the end of the day, what bothers me about any kind of fighting, you know, he comes out there and he's like, "Hey, you know, Manny was the better man. Guy beat me. I, there's nothing I can out of all the trash talking we did before the fight. That's what people do. This guy beat me. He's he's the better man. Bottom line. Okay. And then, but and then, and then, and then I also pulled a. Uh, I did pull a muscle in my leg, but I'm not using that uh, as a uh, as a crutch. Having said that, right. Having said that, you know, because I was really aggressive, and then I felt something in my leg, and then that was I was thinking about the thing in my leg, and it's like, dude, mm. I've seen this guy go into some wars where he's taken some major beatings, and I don't think that that would have ever come. He's not. A, he's not a quitter. I think he would have fought right through it. And I think that that was just one of those things as as a just just if there was as an asterisk like he beat me. Well, no if he question. was that mentally concerned about public opinion, then of course you're going to say. But something. I, they all do that. Yeah, I mean not all of them, but but the vast majority of they them do, do the, the they thing do where the they go like, hey, I did think that I might have separated my shoulder in the second round when uh, things started to turn bad on me. But you know they what? have he, the nerd from Planet Fitness type in and go, he's a liar. <laughs> they ring the bell. That, ding, ding, ding. that guy's like, he's making excuses. He's a liar. So I would say as a boxing fan, probably one of the best fights I've seen in a long time. It was amazing. I, I couldn't, I can't speak more highly of both these guys, man. And what we were talking about before about the training and you were saying like, man, these guys doing all this work and it, lo- it always looks exciting and it looks like something yeah. you want to do. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. Hell I mean, yeah. I, I I I'm one of these people, and I know I get a lot of criticism for like because I pretty much the only sport I actually like uh, to watch. Um, but I I, I don't pick the I don't know of any to get behind. I mean, regardless of how the actual tournament takes place between the two people, the preparation and things that these guys do to prepare and to get in there and and above mixed martial arts, above hockey, above football, just the, I mean, really, you're only going in there to hurt the other person like in football that's that a, that's sort of a arts? well i'm just saying i believe that you know in mixed martial arts you can get you can get not, you can get kicked in the spleen and go down in the first second you get kneed in the head and go down in the first second you're taking so much poundage to your head in boxing just can you, know, you get caught with an uppercut yeah you can oscar de la hoya you hooker can, cut you, you can but there's so many other options in mixed martial arts to where you could get knocked out by a knee you could get you could you could get knocked you could get your leg broken submitted you could get submitted uh, in boxing, you're just taking punishment, punishment, yeah. punishment. You know you're going. Yeah, like, and even even if you dominate a fight, you, someone's going. You know you're going to get landed. I just feel like a a, in a in a normal professional boxer's career, walking away the way you walked in, even close to as far as your 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 marbles. Well, that's why they're way worse off than MMA yeah, guys. Of I course. mean, MMA but fights fo- still pretty young. I but still those feel, guys are living longer and not with as much Muhammad Ali. As far as like your body goes, it's football is the worst the worst as far as what happens to you when you get old, like uh, where your body deteriorates. And I think it's also because they don't have, how would that be worse than boxing? Well, because imagine you're getting punched in the head, but imagine being hit by a semi truck, you know, 20 times in a row or or in one game for, okay, 16 games a season. And if you don't make it into the postseason, for what's the career length for a a football player, 10 years, 12 years, I think like closer to five to seven. Okay. 
So say five is the average year or the average amount of time. I know, dude. A running back's getting like like five and out. Imagine getting hit by somebody like Warren Sapp. Imagine getting hit by yeah. You know the, what I'm saying? The full like, body yeah, like one of these of monsters, Erlacher, one of these guys that are you know just just brutal. Adamican Sue or whatever. I don't. Did I say that right? I think so. All right. Well, imagine Adamican. getting hit by that guy who is attempting to murder you. Yeah, he's trying to hurt you too. So that's why I would say, like, as far as when you're walking away from the sport, football the worst, boxing, then uh, dare I say, maybe I even like after football, too. professional wrestling. Like, where's hockey know, on your list? It's too? coming down, but, but I believe that they they wear more protection. And football I players wear tons. Of I, I don't. I don't think hockey has. I don't think you don't hear guys that are crippled after like retiring from hockey. Dude, there's people. I think that they have better. I'm sure they. I'm sure. I'm sure. But you think that hockey? You know why? Because they're hockey players. And they don't bitch about it. Because <laughs> they're not pussies. They don't go to Planet Fitness. That's probably true. But you, uh, where would you? How would you stack it? If you had to take football, hockey, uh, what were we saying? I think football, was, hockey, I think boxing, would, and mixed martial arts. It seems crazy to put anything above hockey. Or I mean anything above I'm sorry above boxing because of the fact that like even in practice you get beat in the face a lot right uh, but I th- but due to the f- how many people break knees and and the back issues that they have in football that they don't really have in well boxing. think about this too when you're boxing though you get say you get punched in the head right I mean you're 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 hopefully um, moving and ducking and so the, they're glancing blows and they're putting a the vaseline yeah so you not take, straight on imagine though getting hit around the waist by a 300 pound guy that's running as fast as he can who picks you up off the ground and then pile drives you into the ground but they like, you see or a lot hit of you them, from the back you see or a lot of them bounce right up yeah i mean the guy will get clobbered and get right up like it's nothing so yeah, it could have been that bad. I'm just saying, though, I'm talking about longevity. I'm not talking about in the moment. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm talking about when you get up in the morning and you're 45 years old and yeah. you were a professional football, you spent a career as a, as a professional football player. Well, that's why you never see, like, all those old D linemen and stuff like that because they're, like, look at the, the, the guys from they're like, shooting the themselves. 85 they're, Bears. they're committing suicide. The guys from the 85 Bears that are going to, like, sign cards now, they're all way jacked up. Yeah. Dude. I mean, Dick didn't even play during that period, but yeah, no, I, I was I put football players at the top just because of the full body. Um, you know what's weird is, is hockey. I think it would be higher, but they they have longer careers. People play hockey for a long time, and they'll play until like their forties. I, I feel like though, especially being on ice when you get hit, I, for some reason it feels like there's have less you ever friction. Fell on ice, dude? yeah, of course, it's super hard, but. Well, of course, like you're. Of course, I have. No, yeah, I have. But I just feel, and especially hit, harder getting than grass, hit, getting hit by somebody like you know a, a monster. Uh, you know, taking on a, hockey skates, taking a shoulder to the head. It's brutal for sure, yeah. and it's like being in a violent car accident. I'm. I'm just. I was trying to put into. I feel like again, WWE wrestling. Those. Dudes oh, are, I would those, put that way up there too. Yeah, I would say football. I, maybe even they're the top. But I don't. I consider that a, a show. I don't consider that a sport. But either sports way, sports entertainment. Yeah, it's, it it's would up, be up there, there, man. And especially after seeing the wrestler, you're like, oh, those guys are all really screwed up, bad. Yeah, they take a lot of crazy, and they do this night after night after night. And if they're if they're a second off, and I hate wrestling, so I'm not giving it any pub at all, except for the, to say for the fact that anybody it. who says these guys are not athletic or put their bodies through, I guess I won't talk about WrestleMania 20. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. So I wasn't going to. Anyway, yeah, there's a uh, I, I don't have the date available to me, but they have uh, Sergio Martinez and uh, Miguel Cotto are going to be fighting in June, early part of June. So that's going to be another it's a pay-per-view fight It's going to be like the next I believe that's going to be uh, just as good as this if not Can better. I come over and watch it. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually thinking about doing something for it. So let's do it. Don't, don't you ever think like, um, while we're talking about sports injuries, don't you hate it when like a golfer's like, oh, he pulls something in his hip. He can't, like, it's golf. <laughs> golf. It's golf. People dude. say golf. You know, know that. They say jog and golf. What? I don't understand. <laughs> so your brother corrected me say, on Twitter say jog. that said, say I say jog. I say jog. Jog. Yes, he's jag. That's how you say golf. No, I say golf. Okay, then why don't you say jog? Because like, like, aw, like, aw, cute. What, how you, what, what, I don't know what, I mean, I guess it's region to region. You're putting ah on the O. I just talk how I talk. Jog. Well, that's how people say worsh, because they just say worsh. Jog. But some people say golf. (laughs) Golf. Yeah. Have you heard that? I've heard people say golf. It sucks. Yeah. Frisbee golf. I always, uh. I always com- complain about the Corolla show because he always says, uh, he'll say it like orange. He'll say like all those words. It's very like, uh, it's it's very weird. Like, I don't know if it's a West Coast thing or whatever. He's like, yeah, it's an orange. It's, it's not, <laughs> you would think that would be a Chicago thing, but we all say golf, jog. But uh, but don't you hate Wait, when, you like, say jog? I say jog, yeah. And I say jog? Jog. You say jog. You say jog, I do, yeah. I, I didn't notice that until my brother pointed it out. I think it's funny that you, you go, yeah, you do, you do. Like, it's, like, I should be upset about it. No, that's how that's how I say it. You're like, dude, just be be honest. You just do say be jog. be cool about it. I'll probably not <laughs> make fun of you too much. But, uh, yeah, you say jog. I didn't even notice it until. That's because. Until it, you just now said it, actually. Oh, you didn't go back my and brother listen told, after? No, my brother told me about <laughs> it, but I didn't, I didn't listen to it. Uh, but, yeah, but when, when a golfer is like. Oh, I can't make the tournament. I even, dude, even if they have like, if, if my if, wife hit me in the face with a uh, after she found out I was cheating on her, <laughs> right? <laughs> but even if they're missing a leg from the like the knee down, I'm like, what a pussy! You can't <laughs> golf. It's a stupid little white ball. And the guy's like, oh, these guys that are coming up, man, they're lifting weights more. Like, there's a lot of upper body strength. You're driving a golf ball. Don't tell me about upper body they're, strength. That's great. They are lifting a lot of weights, and there is upper body strength involved, but there doesn't need to be. That's just that's just you know. If you can do it in your fifties, no, there's not. There's good. not not that much, right? I mean, if okay, if we're talking about strength, if you want to be like strength, uh, you know, if you want to be strength training and tough, just don't be a golfer. Don't be like <laughs> that's like a that's a racist gentleman's sport. Tell me about the Toadies concert. Toadies concert was amazing. Yeah, we went. I ended up getting uh, well, not getting, but. I just tried to get a bunch of people to go because I wanted it to be like a flashback from the from you know from the past flash from the past kind of thing. Uh, Toadies came out when I was in uh, high school, so I tried to get high school people to go. People that I haven't seen in a while. It was pretty cool. We got nine of us to go. Um, you know what was amazing is their their first big record. It's called Rubberneck. That's the one that Possum Kingdom is on. Like that's the if anybody knows that song, then that's the only one they know probably. But um, that's one of my like Desert Island albums. It's like top five. I just, I don't know. It's not really up for argument. It's also, you know, uh, subjective, but I just love, love, love that album. They came out and they played that whole record straight through. Not a word. Not a, hey, Chicago, how's it going? Not a word. Picked up, started playing track one, two, three, all the way through the end without stopping, without doing anything and just finished it. And then when the guy got done, the album's called Rubberneck. He said, that was our Rubberneck set. Thanks for coming out, you guys. Whatever. Everybody went nuts. And uh, it was just amazing to me because that's, that's, I mean, imagine like one of your favorite bands coming and playing your favorite album just the way you know I've it. I've seen it. I've seen like, that happen. Yeah. Have you? Mm-hmm. When have you seen that? Uh, I saw the Descendants do that and I saw, who's the other one? Rancid. I saw Green Day play the American Idiot. When that came out, they went straight through and that was pretty cool too. I saw Rancid uh, and Out Come the Wolves. 
They did right. that straight through, and they didn't talk. Um, and I, like I said, I saw Descendants do. There's something Descendants so cool did like to that. three albums in a row because their songs are like a minute Holy and thirty. Shit, I mean, really? they literally. They probably played for an hour and a half and hit every single song they ever wrote, and that's wow. like like eight records. That, but that would be amazing, material. though. Oh, absolutely. They, but they didn't say anything. No, nothing. Not that even at the end. Weird. Like they basically said, "Hey, thanks, Chicago. Good night." That but even that. that's great too. But there's something about that because, like, it's like your your ears and your brain have this muscle memory too, where when track two ends, you hear the lead come in for three, like. You know what I mean? Like when you when you listen to this out al- an album or CD so many times, you you know what songs are coming. Yeah, next even if you head. hear it on the radio, like when it ends, you're when, ready for the next when one. when yeah when Pearl Jam finishes on the radio, you're Ugh. expecting. I would want to pick your favorite bands, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know they finish their song, but you you your brain goes okay. That next drum beat's gonna right. come in, bump bump for the next track, and you never don't you get start it. singing it. And you're like yeah, <laughs> always, but you never get it. Right. You always think it, and you go, "Oh, that's right. I'm not listening to it live." But to get it live was uh, it was just amazing. And remember, we were talking a, a few months ago about how my nephew's birthday was coming up, and I wanted to take him out. And you were oh, like, "You took him to it." And you were like, "Why would why would he want to hang out with you?" Right. Whatever. Uh, I made him go. He was even hemming and hawing. And he was like, "I told him, hey, you want to you want to go? It's cool if you don't." Was he old? Is he old enough? How old is he? He just turned eighteen. Oh, so he could drive so, you? Uh, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> oh, he, he doesn't have a driver's license, but. Uh, he's taking forever but uh yeah he was kind of on the fence about wanting to go he had told my wife like oh who's going i don't know you know right then and there like not you he's like oh (laughs) i got some some call of duty to put you know what i mean but i was like no i'm gonna force you to have these experiences like you're going to have some fun be careful there buddy but no but i'm afraid if i don't he may spend his whole you know youth in the basement i noticed that that's big on that you're big on that Get out, like, do it. Yeah, man. I know that's your big thing. Experience it's like I got you it, have dude. to experience. You you're big on that. Tomorrow is not promised, bro. It's not, you know. So I was like, you're you're gonna come, even if you don't want to. You're going. You're gonna okay. go with us. Uh, so he went and three songs in, my buddy elbowed me and was like pointing at him, like, look, he's dude, he's jumping up and down, going nuts, like pumping he's his doing fist coke. in the air. He's making out with a. Chick. He was yeah, he was doing, shotgun and a beer. Yeah, he punched some guy in the gut and was doing a rail off a of hooker's <laughs> booby. It was. And I said, go for it. I said, you know what? I told him, you're 18, you're a man. Do that. That's, but it was really cool because, uh, like I said, we looked over and saw him like getting down. It didn't hurt that my brother Mark was there. And my brother Mark is always, no matter who you're with, he's probably the craziest person right. in the room. So like, you don't have to feel self-conscious because he's probably going to do something that'll, right. that'll take the uh, focus off of you. So, <laughs> Which was, uh, did he do anything specific? Uh, Mark didn't really, he didn't, I, not, not other than just Maybe like norm. Manny Pacquiao. But somebody did. Somebody oh. did do something awesome on the way out. But, uh, it, it was just a great show. It was an awesome show. We had a great time. But you know, I was pissed. I wanted to buy the vinyl, mm-hmm. the vinyl record. That's like the point is there's a 20th anniversary tour. So I'm like, I'm going to buy this vinyl. It's going to be great. Uh, they, they weren't selling it. They were out of it, but whatever. So we went to the show. It was wonderful. It was great. We left. We decided in order to save I don't know, 10, 20 bucks or whatever it is to park. We parked where we went to eat at Burgers by Kuma's Corner in, mm-hmm. in, in North Chicago. We parked. I got a parking spot right across the street from Kuma's. I got really lucky. And my brother Mark was like, ah, oh, it's a great night. It's a great night for Chicago walk. Let's just let's just walk to the metro. Um, and he convinced us all. It ended up being like a mile or two yeah. miles. It was a long-ass walk. But he was right. It was beautiful. It was like 70s, 60s out. So we're walking through Chicago, seeing the nightlife. So we decided to walk there. So we walk back. When we get out, 
I don't know if you're familiar with the bar. There's a call bar, uh, John Barleycorn. Mm-hmm. Probably Steve's hangout because it's a, a Cubs <laughs> place or whatever. Me and Julie went there not that long ago. Right. I've been there before too. Had a good time. We're leaving, but but the band did not go on to like 11. So we're getting out at, I don't know, one-ish, something like that. Well, at one o'clock, nothing good's happening at bars. Nothing good's happening on the north side on a Saturday night. We're just, and I got, like I said, I got my nephew with me. He's 18, but he's like 16 going on 18. He's like a young 18, right. you know, a sheltered 18. We're all walking. I'm a little paranoid because I got him with me. There's all these people arguing outside of Barley Court. Like, yeah, motherfucker, what are you doing? Like, like posturing up, like, blah, blah, arguing. And uh, I could have like, I could have made an argument sound effect, but you, you you took care of it. Yeah, they're they're all like, you know, what you say, <laughs> arguing to each other. And I'm just kind of like, I give Jason a look, like, just, you know, we'll go buy whatever, no big deal. Well, this dude who was yoked, big as <laughs> yoked, he was like a big dude. He's yelling at this other guy, and he basically, I forget what he says, a bunch of f words, but he basically said, "I'm gonna punch you in the face." You're a whatever. So we're walking by, and it was like our trajectory was perfect, right as we crossed exactly where they were. The dude walks to the other guy, and this doesn't happen. It happens a few times, you know, uh, in your lifetime, but not that often. Dude, perfect strangers that you don't know. You walk two feet from you, one guy just cold cocks the other and just knocks the, the dude into Tuesday, right? We're just walking past, trying to bring my nephew to the city. This dude just cold cocks him. Just he's, I'm going to punch you. Clobbers. And this isn't like, I mean, it's crowded. Like, there's lines of people everywhere. And it's just so weird when a stranger gets his lights knocked out, <laughs> right? That you don't even know. You're just walking like, there's that like, should I help him? There's like Do a I second. <laughs> exactly. The inner monologue's going on. I'm like, should I break this up? Should I? But but then I start, well, I don't know. Maybe this dude called his mother a name. Maybe he was basically that- <laughs> asking to get punched in the face. You know what I mean? Maybe this guy was like, hey, whatever, said something to him. And so the other guy was just responding physically. And that's totally cool. I mean, if you well, say something about someone's mother, you're getting punched look, in your face. If you if you're an adult and you're you know out, what, Ben, that surprises me coming out of you. If you're an adult and you're out past one p.m. and you're getting into a, a. verbal altercation outside of a bar, one a.m. What did I say? One p.m. I'm like, what, well, oh, hey, this is this is a little getting crazy. Oh, I thought you were making a Northside no, joke and you said no. one gay m. But no. you're you're out at one a.m. Uh, yeah, if you're out that late, you're getting into a verbal thing with some guy. You have to understand that you're out when trouble's out. It may happen. Like at least, just you know what I mean. Like you're you're not the a, percentage goes up greatly. You're not an absolute victim, right? Like if you're just walking in an alley and some guy mugs you, that makes you a victim. But if you're a drunk guy outside of doing a Jersey Shore thing, with so another the, drunk guy, so the dude knocks the guy down, right? And we're walking, and I kind of just and his friends that were with him didn't like help him, and the guy didn't go to hit him a second time. He wasn't like I'm gonna beat the tar out of this guy. Just no, nah, he just one now, and done. Now you know, right? Now you're aware. I appreciate that. And uh, I was telling my brothers, what was more impressive than the punch was the the verbal presentation. It was a lot of like, you know, he sounded like a bad guy from like South But he Park. followed through. Yeah, he came in, knocked the guy. Dude that got punched must have been super drunk because he got right up. And I was like, whoa, that was impressive. What a chin on that guy. He got up, but then he just sort of like, like didn't know where he was. Dude didn't keep talking. Like, well, he kept talking, but he just walked away. But here's the awkward part. He's walking the same direction we're now going. Because we come up to see X. They fight. Right. Guy punches him. Guy walks away. So me, my nephew, my brothers, my friends from high school, my loser buddies, and my good buddies, whatever. Because we're all losers. We're all walking. And instead of... We didn't help either party. But now we're just almost part of this guy's crew. Because right. we're walking and the, and the other buddy's laughing. And the other guy's like, yeah, I'll do it again. Oh, you know, America. <laughs> buckle five. You know, he's like... <laughs> This guy. So, but this follows for like a block or two. So it's like now we've followed this guy two blocks. At some point, I'm waiting for him to go like, "Hey, 
are, are you you don't like that guy either or you, you guys are with him or against him yeah like you i was like hey remember 30 seconds ago when you punched a guy in the face sorry you'll have to knock you out too remember a minute ago I was, when you hit that guy in the face i was awesome but yeah it was just the finally they made a right turn and uh and they left our site but it was just so funny because me and my brothers were all just well, the guy got a good experience then. He got, to, he got to see Chicago at its very best. Yes. I'm like, and this is what it looks like when people get drunk at a bar after 1 a.m. in the city, and they talk about each other's mothers or something. Out. It was just super You never funny. know what's going to happen outside of a John Barleycorn. Like, man, you just start walking by Barleycorn, and you hear people yell, you know, and especially, I'm I'm sure in your life you've seen that many times, uh, as, as I have, but it's just so funny when you're like, oh, it was a great concert, wasn't it? That was a good time. Oh, that guy just cold cocked the crap out of You're having guy. a great experience, and your experience kind of comes across somebody else's not-so-great experience. Yeah. yeah, somebody else. Did you have to look this guy in the face while you were walking, though? Did he, like, catch up to where you I was were? walking with the puncher. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool, then. I no, the victim, I would have been like, uh, <laughs> hey, remember when that guy punched you a second ago? <laughs> no, the other guy was like, this guy's super ho- He's a big dude, and he was mad and stuff, and I was just yeah. He got punched, but I, it was just the funniest thing though, because I just uh, and we were all just kept talking about it for like two blogs, like hey, and then, and then he punched him, and then uh, we were all surprised the well, guy got that up. sucks too though, because you can't really talk about it. You can't be like, oh, did you see? Because the dude's with you. So yeah, we had to kind of be like, oh, that dude, was he that, was. We're gonna talk about that in the car. <laughs> yeah, hey, dude, that got punched. <laughs> talk so much shit about it. Quick uh, sports related, also the Blackhawks. I know you don't care about hockey, but playoffs start. Well, they start. Did they make it? When, yeah, they're in the I thought they Hell sucked yeah. this year. No, no. So you know so much. I know their main. Their two of their main guys, John Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. Taser and Kaner. Uh, that's how you say when you're when you're drunk and you're watching hockey. But yeah, they were hurt, and supposedly they're supposed to come back for the playoffs. So it's this big like the return of the stars. Playoffs started. They're gonna play St. Louis starting in St. Louis on Thursday, and I'm super pumped. But oh, the Blues. When I did like hockey, I did yes, like the Blues. Yes, so you can think about Pronger. Um, I wonder dude, what Pronger I don't, is right now. I don't. I'm really bummed because I don't know how I'm gonna watch these games. I can't watch them at home. One trick pony. <sighs> it's, I'm gonna have to make some. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna have. Why to can't do you a, watch them at home? Oh, because you don't, I don't cable. have cable. Yeah, I thought you got it. It was a, you're in and out one was, month. You know what? It was a brief affair with Comcast, and it's over now. Um, real uh, quick, we went our separate ways. One last piece of uh, of movie news. Um, I read somewhere that uh, Netflix is putting out a one season run of a show um, based on Marvel's Daredevil. Really? So, and I guess what the early rumor is is that Michael C. Hall is one of the people slated to play Daredevil. Is that do you you know Dexter? Yeah. How yeah. do you feel about that? Do you uh, care? How does his? I'm not a real big comic book guy, but how, does, you his, were, how does his age range fall? As good. far as like Daredevil, good. Still, I mean, I mean, he's a little long in the tooth, right? No, Daredevil. I mean, 30s is fine. Or yeah, I mean, I Michael C. Hall is probably in his late 30s now. Right. No, I'd be, and I mean, nowadays with the, I would guess 38. You in, could definitely in, make in him. July. He looks young enough to wear. I mean, he's definitely in good shape too. Yeah. Um, is he ever? When it comes to superheroes, people get all crazy. Daredevil is one of my personal favorites. I, I know you're not a superhero guy. But. I am not. I'm a Spider-Man guy. Um, I like Spider-Man. After that, it falls off a lot. But I will say that uh, even growing up, I thought Daredevil was pretty cool. Daredevil was kind of like X-Men to me. Like I wasn't a huge fan, but uh, I can put up with Daredevil. I even I was one of the few people I thought the movie was okay. I like the begin the first half of that movie was great. Yeah, I, I mean, liked it. A I like the, the way the they suit. showed. I like the the way they they did. You know the the, 
the fighting scenes and everything. The way they presented how he was able to use his skills. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool, man. I and I think maybe I think maybe my older brother Nate was into Daredevil, and so you know when you're a kid, like everything your older brother's into. So I think I just kept that in my pocket. Like I'm not into comics that much, but Daredevil's cool because Nate likes him. But I I think he's yeah he's all right. Did you have and any- he'd be good, right? Why not? Yeah, well I, well, I don't know if he'd be good or bad. I just wanted to throw it out there because I get people get crazy. Well, you when, know he when, can act, so the rest lies up to the producing and the directing, I, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, you got to act. He's Daredevil's blind. There's some there's some other things that I don't know how. I mean, I don't know. He can act as I don't Dexter. Think acting, I don't think unless you're really bad, I don't think it comes that into play. Like how many super movie heroes or superhero movies have you seen where it's like? Oh, it was good, except that guy just didn't really act like a superhero. I, well, superhero. I, no, because I believe that the superhero this characters is the are... of a woman. They're, they're very character-driven, and they have to be true to form. I mean, but that, you're talking But that about lies a, in the planning and how you make that character set up. The actual executing of the performance, you have to go in and you have to go like... I don't know. I think there's some, there's, some, the there's some people that have definitely ruined superheroes or did not did not portray a superhero Who's correctly. Who's a horrible superhero? Uh, Brandon Routh as Superman is the first one that comes to my mind. He's he was bad as like, Superman. Yeah, he sucks. Superman's the worst, though. Yeah. Well, he's just one of those superheroes that can't be beat for the most part. So it's, it's he was not that... he was superheroes before the world. Once people like found out, you know, once superheroes sort of got around for a while, it was like, oh, you have little niche guys. I like superheroes who can do one thing. But I, I don't like superheroes there, who can do all things. But he didn't come along when there was really many. He's pretty much the first one, right? I mean, yeah. I would say so he's was like the first wave of... Big, um, super strong guy. Right. People went, oh, that's what a superhero is. After that, you sort of define the role. But he had to um, be the... Uh, when you go into battle, who's the very first... Right. The very first troops into battle. You know what I'm saying? He had to kind of break... Uh, yeah. Break the ice for everyone. So, yeah, he's a lame character. But you sort of needed that. Because if you just started off with Daredevil... No, yeah. I mean, it just didn't happen. He, right? d- to me, Daredevil, I mean, he, he's got, I guess, cool powers or whatever, but he's definitely like, to. it's based more on his character. He's like this goody-goody guy who doesn't break rules, where obviously Wolverine would be the complete yeah. opposite of that. Couldn't you argue that Daredevil should have been called Batman? He can't see. He just uses sonar, <laughs> right? You know Shouldn't what? he have been Batman? Well, he could be. I mean, Batman he's a Marvel like, hero and Batman's a DC Batman could have been character. like, I have this, this utility belt. Like, I dare, I'm you, Daredevil. To, I dare you to try some shit. And he does a bunch of Daredevil-esque he's tactics. Very, he's very daring as you a man. Could, you could make that <laughs> argument. Unfortunately, they're two entirely different companies. So, If you if you happen to catch Game of Thrones, if you're current, then something, one of my favorite parts of the entire of the entire book series happened this past episode. And I don't watch the trailers. I don't know if you do, but like when the next episode's coming up, they show, you know, I, I don't watch them because I want to know. And so on Twitter, everyone's like, oh, the, they call it the purple wedding. Purple. And if you haven't seen it, I won't say, but too late, too bad. Really? Yeah. It's, only been like so a it's, day. it's the end of the episode for us. If you, if you've already, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, turn the episode. If you off, don't want right? to know. Yeah. Now uh, they call it the purple wedding because Joffrey chokes to death. And it's amazing. Uh, and in the in the book series, it's, it happens in like out of the middle to latter half of the third book. It's the fourth season on on the show. But everyone was saying like, "Yeah, I can't wait for it to happen." And I'm telling yeah, because I hate that little bastard. Yeah, but I haven't seen it on, on the on the trailer, so I'm like, "No, that's not going to happen yet." Because that's a big event. I thought it would be more of a kind of sweep up the end a little more. But uh, uh, in the book, they I when I won't spoil this, but they say who. Before it happens, they say like how it gets planned. Right. Don't say that. Sort of, don't, I right? Don't know that. Sort of, but they do say like certain characters go like, if you do this at this time, just do it for us. And right. they don't explain why. And then he ends up croaking. And then a few characters are going, "Oh, I didn't realize I was involved in that," or they were right. incidentally involved in his killing. So, uh, 
then the, I mean, the initial show starts off with one king. He dies. That's why there's a, a war of five kings. A couple of those kings have since died. So all the warring pretty much was over. And they were about to go like, all right, this horrible boy king is going to rule for a while. Well, now he's dead. So starts up a whole new starts the whole thing over because okay the other kids are also born of incest allegedly blah 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 um but the way they did it i just want to talk about real quick the scene at the end between joffrey and Tyrion is i don't you're not crazy about the show but that scene was awesome like joffrey's basically just it's his wedding and he's berating his midget uncle and he's just making him like he had midgets dress up as kings and fight <laughs> as like a folly. Right. And they're all like, oh, killing each other. And uh, Joffrey's, or Tyrion's offended because he's making midgets fight. Then he has, oh, you'll be my cupbearer. And he's just, right. just, just shitting all over him, you know? Uh, so, of course, it looks like he did it. But the way they film it also looks right. like he doesn't. Um, but I just did want to touch on one of the last scenes. They show, dude, his face is crazy looking, right? Yeah. Like, what did you think about his dead face? I thought it was pretty good. Best, like a, I thought that guy was, a, that kid is a great actor. Because I hated him so much. Like a real dead person's yes. face? Yes. I mean. You didn't think it did? I know I did. I was, I was. Like almost, the way his pupils were like dilated out and blown. He looked, do you think he had contacts or something? Because he yeah. looks, it looks yeah. crazy. I think they just did that in post. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah. Just, they just put fake eyes on But him. I remember thinking like, dude, this is HBO and I know they show boobies and they show sex and they Th- show violence. That show's but, definitely not known for its special effects. But so. it was. I mean, it, they showed a close-up of a dude's face dying, and it looked very much like a dude choking to death. And I remember watching it on my phone <laughs> and, and thinking, but it got right up to my eyeball. But the point is this. It looked uh, su- just super gory. Like, I mean, my skin crawl. I was like, that's some some messed up uh, shit there. I mean, you read the books. So you had an idea that that was going to happen I knew at some it was point. Coming. I didn't. I knew it was know? coming. And again, uh, I'm just watching it to keep pace. That way, if it ends up being good, that... In my opinion, if it ends up being but you're good, not soaking it in. No, right? I don't. I don't really carry their way. Soak it, dude. I watch it because I I watch a lot of TV. Like you came over tonight. I was watching Casual Sex with Andrew Dice Clay and uh, Leah Thompson. So. Yeah, I gotta think there was something better on. <laughs> yeah, Lethal Weapon Three was my other go-to. <laughs> I gotta think there was something better. Um, just real quick uh, before we get out of here, I want to say two things, uh, and I really don't want any debate on these. Uh, one is Naked and Afraid. It's over. It's over. Come Why? on. How many times can we just go do the same thing? You put two naked people out. They are they in a jungle. Clever. I, it's, it's just it's whatever, man. It's just it's 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 ran its course. Really? Yeah, it's completely ran its course. The other thing is, has any has any of them got it on yet? No. That's, I saw the movie. Dumb. I saw the movie three hundred. Uh, I bought it on demand for the, the first, first time. One? I just saw it. The very first three hundred. Just saw it. Hold on. Spoiler: If you haven't seen three hundred, are you serious? Watched thirty minutes of it. Turn it off. Piece of crap. You're dumb. We'll see you next week. Episode 68. Take care. Later. Radiation. They're gonna rock in the sky.
Making the bombs Making the bombs I install electronic components The little chips that know where home is I get a thrill going through my section When I give them my final inspection I like the kind to save the buildings I take it out, my pillars are stone You gotta kill, you gotta maim The real estate is not to blame Making the bombs Making the bombs Making the bombs Making the bombs Making the world a nicer place As to be Yo. <laughs> All in the game. <laughs>